The music was slowing, the song almost over but we couldn't stop dancing. I pressed my cheek further into Sam's chest, wondering if I could feel his heart beating or if the heavy feeling of being in his arms had finally gotten to me. I could hardly believe that after almost 20 years I was finally dancing with Sam O'Connell. Since I had first laid eyes on Sam I had wanted to be his. It wasn't very hard for me to remember how he had looked back when we were kids and I had first met him. Long hair curling over his shoulders, his tall and lean figure almost always clad in a sports uniform, the perennial jock, Sam had been the envy of all the boys and the object of all the girls' dreams. That hadn't changed as time passed. Sam and I were neighbors in the small town of Rivers Point and our proximity had afforded me a front row seat to all his major life events. I had watched as Sam went off to college where he had made a name for himself on the field until a knee injury had put his football dreams to rest. For anyone else, this might have been the moment where darkness consumed them. But not Sam. I had watched as Sam pivoted, graduating with his degree in education so he could return to Rivers Point High as the history teacher and assistant football coach. It was there he had met his wife Melinda May. Even I, having harbored feelings for Sam, couldn't deny that the two of them were a perfect match. Rivers Point had seemed to grow a little brighter with Sam back and starting a family. We had all mourned with Sam when Melinda May passed after an accident with a drunk driver. With two small children to raise on his own, the town had readied themselves to help Sam pick up the pieces. After all, what could a young man do on his own? But I knew Sam and I wasn't surprised when after the shock of the loss wore off he politely and firmly told the well-meaning townsfolk that he could handle it. The years hadn't always been kind but Sam O'Connell somehow figured out a way to rise above. Now, I didn't spend all those years watching. I had my own life to live and I'd like to think I had lived it well. I had gone to school and graduated with my degree in accounting. It had suited me well enough and allowed me to work alongside my father in his small accounting firm. I hadn't married but life had given me love in the form of my daughter Esther. The same age as Daisy May, Sam's daughter, Esther was the reason why I was here tonight in the school gym dancing in Sam's arms instead of sitting at home with a bowl of popcorn and a glass of wine. As the last strains of the song floated around Sam and I, embarrassment flooded through me. Here I was acting more like one of the starry-eyed teens I was supposed to be chaperoning instead of the 38-year-old mother that I was. I began to pull away, a polite thanks springing to my lips but then Sam's hands shifted around my waist to hold me tighter. As if sensing my surprise, Sam leaned down and touched his mouth to my ear. Not so fast Riley Henderson. I think the kids'll be alright if we take another spin around the gym. I nodded, settling back against him, and wished I could teleport to the past. I would find past Riley scribbling dreamily in her diary of how she wished that Sam O'Connell would ask her to the winter formal instead of Bitsy Smith. I would tell her that even though it would take some time, the dance would come and it would be better than she could ever imagine.